Let's move on with our terrible, pathetic lives, Dick. Yes. What intro should we do? Hmm. Let's do a Simpsons one. Yes. <laughs> Are you just playing the pushing your yes button? No, no. I'm just. I got to text uh, someone about an air conditioner that's all broken. So I'm just telling them we have to give them a, 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 a portable model for oh. a moment because it's 105 degrees today. It'll be 100 degrees for like three days straight this week. They pick, picked a bad week to get the air conditioner busted. I think you say to die. <laughs> well, I don't know. True. You're on a scenic route through a state recreation area known as the human mind. You ask a passerby for directions, only to find he has no face or something. Suddenly up. Otto, you gotta do something. There's a gremlin on the side of the bus. Ordering in Wonderland's the Twilight Zone review. Oh dear lord, some sort of hideous monster. Oh, and that cutie's trying to claw my eyes out. Hello, citizens. Welcome to LIW The Twilight Zone Review, episode 293. We wow, sat, so close to 300. We sat through Night Gallery 217B, The Ghost of Sorworth Place. I'm Phoenix West. Dick, dick, yeah. Yay. You, rem- you just reminded me, talking about the air conditioning going out. Saturday, we meant to go to the mall to buy our wedding shoes. And we're driving. You know, got I'm driving. Her car. I uh, got so she's pregnant and in the passenger seat. Got the kid in the back. Um, I, I kept hearing this thumping. I'm like, thump, thump, thump. I'm like, something's going on. So I slow way the fuck down on the freeway. We're about to hit this big ramp that goes like way up in the air and goes around, you know, to get on, a, on another freeway. And the fucking tire blows out. Yeah. And I've never had that while driving. And I just, I'm like, okay, calm. And I pull over. So thankful that's all that happened. It could have been way worse. No. Like, it, it was, like, I looked at the tire, it was completely gone. Like, yeah. nothing left. And then Sunday after our show, I went and ate a hot dog. I picked up some, uh, some brats, some pork brats. And your intestinal tract exploded, just like the tire? No, I just got violently fucking ill. <laughs> in, like, <laughs> two in the morning, I'm like, oh, just, you know, both ends. Oh, Jesus. So I spent all yesterday just like, oh! You didn't cook it all the way, probably? Apparently. Apparently not. What kind of brat was it? What brand? Um, I'm not sure. Um, I don't remember. Better not get that brand again. No, I think just uh, cook it a lot longer, apparently. It seemed fine. Maybe. A little E. coli always gets you you up in the morning. eating it, I'm like, something's weird. Something will take about five more. You know, it looks like it's fine. I ate two of them. (laughs) Two in the morning, yeah. That that was fun. (laughs) So that was my holiday weekend. Great wow. weekend. We never got shoes. Oh, fantastic. <laughs> Wedding's off. I canceled it. I remember when Not I doing. had uh, uh, my tires, I had two different vehicles, or maybe it was three, four blowouts in one month with a, with different cars, with tires. Like Frank. Frank's driving oh, it record. Hor- it was horrible. Like the, the first two, the two tires in the front of the truck blew up, then my tire... On a car blew up, and I think the S10 got jacked up. So I was like, without a, like, I kept having tire issues all month. And I was like, motherfucker, what the hell? Yeah. I've never blown a tire before. It's weird. I've had two axles break on me while driving, but not a tire. Isn't that weird? Yeah. 
That seems impossible. Anyway, Night Gallery. Um, my first note when I turn this thing on, um, first of all, don't watch this episode. Uh, I turn it on and I go, enough of the fucking British Hammer House of Horror bullshit. Stop it. What's with the England and... Ugh. Yeah, it's just... Uh... Why? Why is Night Gallery obsessed with fucking England? Like, boring, uh, yeah. like, upper crust England. It's so Ugh. fucking boring. Well, it's that, it's that uh, gothic horror. It, I think the set... Because like, what else was going on in the 70s? Dark Shadows, Hammer Horror films. That's all we had. But... It's that gothic horror shit. Why did they make Rod Serling do that? He's because not interested in that. I'm sure that's what it was. That was the edict. Because the kids love that Dark Shadow show. And it might have been the 60s. I think it... Did it make it to the seventies? I gotta look that up. Hold on. Yeah, Let's Dark Shadows the seventies. I feel like it was like in the sixties into the seventies. It's much quicker for me to look up because I'm on a computer. Um, so Dark Shadows was sixty six to seventy one. Damn. Yeah. Well, there you go. Well, uh, Night Gallery is what 70? 69 to seventy three. Oh shit! Well, that's same time frame, really. Yeah, Night Gallery was 69 to... It debuted in 70, but it started making it in 69. Um, right. So yeah, 73. Wow. But, okay, you get Rod Serling. Um, Frank said this. My tire blew yesterday. You blew... You blew your yes. mom yesterday. That's right, you blew yesterday. Yeah, that's, that's good. <laughs> okay, um... Oh yeah. So why? Okay, so sixties TV is very the, the anthology version. There, there is Alfred Hitchcock at this time. There's there's stuff that's you know preceding Twilight Zone, and as far as as far as anthology shows go, but the, he went more for like the realism on that show. It was more like like his movies. It's it's more about like intrigue, really, more than anything. And then Twilight Zone comes on and it's fucking like. It's really heady and, and thoughtful and, you know, you get those those paranoia and fear of whatever of the day that, or the scares are of the day. And he tries to make it more about humanity. And then the 70s come around. And they're like, oh, gothic horror is huge. Let's get Rod Serling and make him do that for some reason. Instead of letting him do his own new thing that will blow, blow people You're away. Right. You did see the interviews with him on Dick yeah. Cavett when he's talking about Nike and he's smoking, going, they don't let you do what you want. Yeah. Whatever. Uh, it's, it's a joke. I don't care if the shit gets canceled. I don't fucking care. They lit the, threw the lit cigarette in the crowd and exploded with gasoline because he was pissed off and he burnt the whole crowd. At least that's what I remember. Yeah. I mean, he didn't swear. I wish he did. You could tell he wanted to, but he's not Dick cigarette Cavett. Cigarette burns. So. <laughs> yeah. Not John Carpenter's cigarette burns. That's a whole no. different thing. No, a whole different thing. But yeah, no, it's just uh, I can't. Yeah, it's 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 another, and it's always like a folk folky tale. Like, oh, don't go up to that old house there. Something's wrong. There's a ghost in that house. You leaning back was perfect because it gave an echo effect. Yeah, <laughs> going back yeah. to that ghost house. Ghost house in the water. But they're like, let's have. I mean, it wasn't out at the time, but it reminded me of those scenes, in, you know, in the bar from. Uh, American Werewolf in London. Right. Yeah, Let's yeah, yeah. don't go out in the moors at night. The werewolves will get the, you. It was really the others. Yeah, it, which is based on the turning, turning the screw. Which is 
Which is what this is kind of the same. And this time. is kind of along the same lines. It's this stupid but gothic fucking horror, can, which I fucking hate. Can we can we watch the end scene where the guy when we get there? The when we get oh there, God. that was the best part of the whole thing. Okay. Enough of the Hammer House of Horror bullshit. Hammer, it's what it is. Hammer Horror is fine because if you just watch Hammer Horror, anything else that is like that style is awful. We watched some other shows on Anthology Series Review that are emulating that, you know, and they're all terrible. Anyway, this starts off, some dude is walking around, he gets lost, and he rings the doorbell or knocks on the door, and some annoying women come out and stare at him and judge him, and one leaves. And Miss Loring is the one who lives there. And then he's like, all right, uh, bye. And he goes and he talks to the local bartender for way too long before the hours, before the opening hours. Why the fuck was he in there before the bar opened? Do they let you do that in England? Because here they, five minutes after you can get in the store. That's about it. He talks Wasn't to his horse. <laughs> he talks to the bartender and he's like, what's going on with that broad up there? What's, what's, why is she living there? Why is she all weird? And he's like, uh. We're about to open. He comes over and he opens the shutters and opens the door. And I thought it was going to be like, he has to come back later for info. But he's like, all right, we're open now. Let me tell you about her. I was like, what? That was a waste of time. (laughs) Damn. (laughs) And he goes over there and he's like, some long, boring story about how he used to beat the shit out of her. And she, you'd hear her wailing from across the town. And then he fell down the stairs and, and. He's dead now, and he's like, why? Our main character's like, why is she still living there? He's like, fuck fine now. Anyway, you got to move on and talk to some people now. It's so fucking boring. Wow. And then it goes to fucking widow tea time, where he sits down with Miss Loring, and they talk about her husband. And she says that the old lady that was there that's a bitch to him thinks she killed him. And I expected that to go somewhere, but it didn't. And then he goes and talks to the old lady. And she's like, ah, killed him. And that went nowhere. <laughs> and I wrote down in my notes at this point, if he's the ghost of the husband, I'm pissed. Because I expected that. Yeah. We're losing dick. <laughs> now, I'm looking at Jill Ireland because she was the star of this episode. Uh, she was Mrs. Uh, Charles Bronson. Oh. That's she a... died, uh, died in 1990. Of breast cancer. And he lived, so what, that, another 14 years? Yeah, and, and that must have been why he was so fucking miserable. Because he looked so miserable in those movies, like in the nine, like the Death Wish movies of the 90s, which are so bad. He looks like he just... He, he reminds me of Bruce Willis, honestly. Which is really weird to consider that Bruce Willis replaced him in Death Wish. Yes. Because they... Even before that movie, I'm like, he reminds me of him because he just looks like he doesn't want to be there. But yep. someone has a gun to his child's head. And it's like, you must appear in 50 Redbox movies a year, Bruce. I don't even know. He has all the money in the world. Like He hasn't had a divorce in a while, so he doesn't owe anybody alimony. His daughters are all grown up. They're all over 18. Like, why is he doing this? Does he owe back taxes? I never heard him have trouble with the IRS. And this is why Bruce Willis is maybe my least favorite actor. Yeah. He just does. It's like... You know how you go to like the DMV and you see that soulless woman just like, next, yeah, yeah they fill out this form, okay. And you get that because she works at the fucking DMV. This guy's super famous, super wealthy, was married to one of the most beautiful women of the, of the age, of that time. 
Why the fuck are you so miserable? And you had your your music career. Yeah, yeah, Bruno. Why no are you so fucking miserable? It, it was <laughs> terrible. Planet Hollywood failed. Your music career failed. Yes. Other than that, Hudson Hawk, Hudson Hawk failed. <laughs> yeah, your directorial debut failed. Everything that you wanted to do that you liked <laughs> failed miserably. But you Still. watch him on screen, you're just like, oh, he. When I can actively tell the actor doesn't want to be there and thinks he's too good for this, I'm not enjoying anything. So why are you even doing it? And nobody's watching these movies. No, I don't. I just don't get why he keeps making them. It's it's sad. I'm gonna show up in South Croatia to make this movie for two weeks, but I'm only on camera for three days. My character's got to be have a character turn where he ends up being the bad guy. So can I just be in a chair the whole time? I don't want to stand. He's Cameron Mitchell. Yeah, he's successful, Cameron Mitchell. Sober Cameron Mitchell. Which is Close sad. the fucking doors! Because at least with Cameron Mitchell, you understood why he was there. He had the drink. This yes. guy, I have no fucking idea why he's there. I don't know what his vice is. Maybe his vice is just making bad movies. <laughs> Maybe that's he's what a masochist. Yeah, he just, he just hates himself <laughs> so much. He goes to the red box and he's like, every third... Oh! <laughs> he, reads, <sighs> he reads whatever Eastern <sighs> European director is hiring that week on, on the, on the uh, trains. <laughs> I want to work with that asshole! He made that movie that didn't make no sense with Steven Seagal. I want in on that shit. He needs to be in a Hellraiser movie where he's one of the Cenobites. Where yes, he's like, oh. <laughs> but, uh, Angels to some, demons to others. He wants to work with these directors that are from like uh, Beirut or, you know, yeah. fucking the middle of nowhere with war-torn country where he's like, no tell me your sad stories. Your family died when you were how old? Oh, a bomb how? Oh. Just, oh, they were killed by extremists. He's like, oh, they were kick action. Political political prisoners. Yes, tell me more. You're well, going he's down. Have, he's gonna have he's gonna have fucking semen flying everywhere in Afghanistan in ten years. And he's just a horrible dick to everyone he's ever worked with. He really is. Like, yeah, why? Worse. Yeah. Why would you want to work with him? Like, why would you care? He did do a between two ferns, and he was funny on it. He did some bits, and it was like, hey, Bruce is there. I don't think he's there anymore, but Bruce was there. Like, he showed up. I I just don't know. Maybe he just got depressed because just everything went to shit. Like, entertainment is not what it was 30 years ago. Like, John McClane can't be John McClane from 1995 today. It can't happen. You ain't going to do that scene with him with that sign in Harlem and Die Hard 3. I mean, it's not happening. They could do it. It's just he can't do it anymore. No, no, it would have to be a, a yeah. It, it wouldn't it's, happen. He has to realize he's at that age, but he ref, it's like he refuses to let go that he's not the badass anymore. It's like he's yeah. he's you're gonna watch in twenty years when Vin Diesel's going down this rabbit hole. Vin Diesel's our closest actor nowadays. Then Vin Diesel's almost is already there. Yes, but you know, like in twenty years, you're gonna see like Vin Diesel in. Shoot him dead in the head in 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 Lebanon. Some bullshit. <laughs> like, yeah, it's gonna this be. Is a good movie written by George Lucas. He's in <laughs> fucking the the Crusader Four, and he's like, oh, this bad yeah. CG Uwe Boll nightmare, and you're like, oh yeah. Vin. Vin Diesel <laughs> is two weeks away from that happening. Yeah, but because the problem Vin, is Vin Diesel sucks. Vin Diesel minus Fast and Furious is there right now. But well, that's what I'm saying. With yeah. Fast and Furious, he's got another 20 years. 
Maybe. I, I mean, I think they got maybe two more Fast and Furious movies and just let it go. I keep saying it's that. Time. I keep and saying he, that. Even even Vin Diesel wanted nothing to do with Fast and Furious, and that's the only thing that kept him afloat was Fast and Furious. Yeah. Because he said no to two to do Triple X. And Triple X was, wasn't that big of a hit. He, ju- he falls out of that one only to come back like 10 years later because he was desperate, and that one fails miserably too. He tried to do a real role in a... Um, what's his name? Sidney Pollock movie. Oh, Find Me Guilty. Yeah, and then he got, he gets the Riddick role, and he thinks the Riddick role is his is like his um, his chance to be a bigger star, and it ends up being you know, a, a moderate success, only to become a super failure with the sequel. And I don't mind. I need to watch the second one again. I don't think it's a bad movie. I just don't remember it. I remember it not being very good. But I wonder if it's if it's better on the second watch because I've never watched it again. The third one I like. The third one was actually entertaining. She just sent me these pictures. I don't know if you can. Let me see if we Not can. Not really. I can't see. Was it your nipple? Uh, no, it's like this. Oh man, I wish I could show this. Hold I on, let's see. try to. I just see a blinding light. I know. I'm gonna try to. No, it's making it worse. Jesus, it's just okay. Sucks. So it's a it's a mint colored top shirt with like the V neck and the buttons, and I'm like, I'm white, but I'm not that white. Like, it's not. It's like Borat would wear that. She says for the baby shower. Oh, uh, so the baby's gonna wear it. <laughs> How's uh, that work? Okay. Anyway, um, yeah, Vin Diesel is. He's gonna be there, but he also has Gardens of Galaxy and stuff like that. He's got he's got enough keeping him afloat he right now. Which just is, one line. I agree. Doesn't count. But he gets money for that. I understand when that. that when like, that it's when that dries like up. Lot. When that dries up, he's gonna be in Serbia with a fucking. <laughs> oh, absolutely! Yeah, no, he, he'll do those. Get guys. on the ground. <laughs> he'll be out of shit. He'll be fat. <laughs> I I actually think fat. he might be dignified enough as a person to just walk no. away. Oh, I don't think so. I don't think he has the he, ego that no, no, he, no, no, Bruce no, no, Willis he, does. Yeah. He has no, an no, ego, think, but not nearly Bruce Willis's ego. Can, no, I don't think he can walk away. Because Bruce Willis deserves to have the ego. He's in, like, classics. Yeah. I, like, I mean, masterpieces. You can't deny anything he, Bruce Willis did from 80 to 2000. Yeah. Because he took chances with directors that no one gave a chance. Pulp Fiction. Yeah. Right there. Boom. I mean, give me. are you kidding me? He's a big star at that point. He says yes to Pulp Fiction. He wasn't John Travolta trying to make a comeback at any... No. No. That was like his height. Yeah. This is Bruce Willis in his fucking prime. Yeah. Being in Pulp Fiction was a little movie. That he just liked to see like Reservoir Dogs. And he, he liked Quentin yeah. Tarantino. And because they were in like the other films. kind of, He always kind of showed up in Quentin Tarantino movies here and there. For a minute there, and then what? What other kind of movies did he? Oh, um, and then he did his comedy phase where he was doing like the whole nine yards, the which was okay. The kid, the kid. That, that was his weird phase. He was doing a bunch of random shit. That was for rumor. Oh God, no! It's all true. He did that movie for rumor. No, not a rumor. I know. I know. Just kid. <laughs> I got it. I'm um, rumor. Rumor Willis. I don't know anything about about Rumor Willis. So. She is ugly. Is she? Look up Rumor. Rumor Willis looks like looks like Bruce Willis with a wig. Like it's like a transgender Bruce Willis. Does it look That's like a? It's like, like John Candy is a is the female John Candy character in a? Yes. Yes. <laughs> nothing but trouble. Absolutely yes. 
Oh man, she, it's like right. In, she's right in the middle of both of them. This is creepy. I, it's creepy. Yes, like, she's got a fat head. Like, like you can tell. That. I see yeah. the Demi Moore, but I very clearly see the Bruce Willis. <laughs> yeah, she's a, she's a genetic freak. Look at that. Oh god. Man, you don't realize how big her head is until you see next to Demi. No, I think the other the other sister's prettier. There's rumor, and then there's the other one. There you go. She looks like Natalie is. Portman went through the fly machine. Natalie Portman. <laughs> Look at that. Had, it looks like Natalie Portman and Crow Magnum had fucked <laughs> yeah. this child. Was he? Who's she, who's she dating? He was. This guy was with. Army Hammer was with her. Oh my God. That didn't work out for him or so her. So she's lucky she's not dead getting fucked by him. Is, she's is, lucky well, her, her fingertips aren't <laughs> in his pocket and he's eating her brain stem. He, he, what a fucking idiot. He ruined his career. He'll be by fine. Being a fucking weirdo. He'll be fine. No, he's done. He's over. no. He didn't he's actually done. touch someone. He'll be fine. No, no, he's done. He's over. He's not coming back. I guarantee. His movies. He's got like three movies that were supposed to come out already. They've been buried. Yeah. He's been fired from all his subsequent projects after that. He's done. David his Fincher, will bring him back. Over. He's going to be he the star been... of the next David Fincher movie, and everyone's going to forget it. Oh, no way. It's not happening. He's too fucking weird. He's Kevin Spacey himself. He's done. Kevin Spacey He's... has an actual victim. Or it many, doesn't matter. Many of them. You know, allegedly. But Allegedly. Yeah. It, I thought what he said, if it was a joke, which he said it was, I think it's fucking hilarious. Just fucking no, with funny. these people. Just. <laughs> but the thing is, he did it. A lot, like he did it too much. That's kind of there's it's, there's a joke, and then there's like every time he does. But it, it crosses over into Andy Kaufman territory, which is where I find it funny again. Well, One time's funny, can't. a lifetime of that is even funnier. <laughs> like, well, if twenty years from now Andy Kaufman shows up when he tweets, then we'll know it was all planned. Like his little video, hey guys, uh, hanging out with a. Uh, Andy here. He's like he's doing a thing where it's like uh, all the dead celebrities. Like, Tupac. Those brains, <laughs> he's all broed I mean, out because he's been living on a beach for forty years. I hate to break it to you, Army Hammer is a fucking multi-billionaire, so he's fine. He never has to work again anyway. I don't know if he's... he comes from. He comes from the Armand Hammer family. He's fucking loaded. The Arm and I Hammer. Used to, I used to work at his museum. His museum. Well, his grandfather's museum. Okay. He was an oil baron. They are billionaires. So he never. So has is to the whole again. fucking cast of Social Network, except for the main star, are they all billionaires? Yeah. Why, why do you think they. Because Rooney Mara is a fucking get, billionaire. Yeah. How, how do you think they get work as actors? They can afford it. They can. They cannot work for 20 years and just go on auditions all day, all night. I can't look at this girl anymore. I got to close this tab. Okay. <laughs> there we go. Room rules is gone. Okay, so we are way off course. Um, he has Widow Tea Time number two, I called it. Um, and then she starts talking about how his ghost shows up at midnight and to kill her once a year. And it happens to be that night. Every time I start talking about the episode, you pull out your phone. Sorry, again, the air kisser <laughs> thing. Out of nowhere, he goes, I think, I don't, I'm not wandering around. That's a lie. I found my purpose. Yeah. I expected saxophone to start playing, but it was 70, so they just. She goes to her room and he stays downstairs and starts boarding up the windows like a zombie's coming. <laughs> and turns out he's right because he's there. Okay, her husband's a fucking ghost, right? That fell down the stairs. He's dead. 
he sees his ghost outside, and he he's boarding up the windows, and he goes, "Stay out there, you lousy corpse!" And I'm like, "He's not a corpse. He's a ghost." Yeah, he's a ghost. Yeah. Well, actually, you know what? He might be right because I don't know. She fucks the ghost. She fucks the ghost. Yeah. So he's a cor- he's physical. It's weirder so to a fuck corpse. a corpse than a ghost. That's true. That's why it's that's why this is a weird episode. She fucks the ghost He's corpse. Fucking the ghosts in the house, yeah. Because she that's not because the big reveal at the end is the other guy came through the back door and said, "Your husband's not here to protect you yeah. now, but I'll come in. I'll come in a year. So I guess in a year he's gonna kill her. Is that what the joke was? Well, we'll get there. What if she moves? So her husband literally comes for her once a year. Yes. He shows up, bangs her, and leaves. Because he's running around outside looking at... He, he makes this stupid decision of the house is boarded up. You go ahead and go up, up to bed. He, and he opens the door and he walks out like 30 yards from the door. And of course the ghost just goes in behind him and shuts the door on him. Which is why I assumed, but it was, turns out it wasn't. But he, he breaks into the window, goes inside, and the husband has gone up to her room... She's completely naked under a sheet. And I was like, and then he, her husband's like, ah, and it does the whoo, whip around to the camera. I was like, oh my God, this yeah. is so cheesy. I got to show that because it made me funny. laugh real hard. This is, this is all the, the, the last five minutes of this episode is fantastic. I enjoyed this shit out of the last maybe 10 minutes. I, I really, it saved a lot so of it. So goofy. In the visuals. Okay, I'm pulling up now. Husband's there. Okay, here we go. So here she is. You'll see her in a second. Um, she's covering her up. How many times do you need to be? Oh fuck! I missed the whip around. I wonder if he was an imperial okay. here... uh, officer in Star Wars. Yes, he looks like all it. these British actors. But, but okay, okay. Can we pause here and just go over the plot right now? As far as what she's supposed to be saying is happening. What does she want here in in reality? I don't understand her plot, her plan. To get laid by a ghost. Then don't introduce the don't bring the new guy over to get rid of your ghost husband. She's she's on board. Look at her. She looks like a Bond girl. I know. He's a ghost, this guy. Or a corpse she, or a zombie. She, she wants it. She's a, she's a tease. So what is her fucking plan? I don't understand she's, what she wants. She's just a, another bitch. It's your, another Your mother's cunt. a bitch. Your mother's a bitch. Okay, here we go. His whip around makes me laugh. He's dressed like a substitute teacher. Yeah. The lunch bell rang. Does she look scared? She looks like she's into it, turned kind on. of. Kind she's of. turned on. Five percent scared. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> How many times do you need to be? It's like the Incredible Hulk. Holy shit! Gonna be angry. He looks like a poor man's Wolverine. Yeah, David shop. Cassidy. I, go, go back, go forward where he, he jumps to push him down the stairs. I will. And he forgets to realize that he's a fucking ghost. They're fist fighting. He fist fights, fist fights a ghost. Yes. This guy's real fucking dumb. So it's got to be a corpse, right? That's what I'm saying. I don't get it. And none of it matters. Uh, but he fights him. The ghost is like, he literally runs away. <laughs> At the door, I laughed then. And then <laughs> there's a lot of this ending that made me laugh. Yay! 
He runs and <laughs> purposely places himself at the top of the stairs right at, right when it's about to turn midnight. And he's like, hey. He's smart. He's a smart guy. And our main character is not. So. No. Okay. Here we go. I'm going to rewind a little bit here. Oh, Hold on. I'll play this it. Is, this is on par with Clydestone jumping through a window funny. We got to see him run out because it made me yeah. laugh. Oh, no, okay. it's, it's wonderful. I wanted to get this his... Is, this is this a is ghost slash zombie. So when he runs out, it makes me laugh. <laughs> She's so wet. He's dressed like Angus from ACDC. He's got the little shorts on. <laughs> it froze. It froze that body. I didn't see him go through the guy. It froze up on me. I, I missed the whole thing. There you go. God damn it. It's so hard to get an exact... Okay. Look at that. Oh, she's so hot. Look at his Angus shorts. <laughs> Why is he buried in those? About to rock, we salute you! <laughs> they do that little... I wish he did that out of the way instead of vanish. Well, it's a long way to the top. You want to rock and roll down the stairs. <laughs> uh, All right. He's screaming the whole time down. If I show too much, Universal shuts this show down every time. Oh my god! Without Uni, fail. Come on, we're trying to help you sell DVDs here, Uni, because it ain't doing it by itself. I'll say this: buy the DVD collection so you can see how terrible it is. How about that? We, about we good? That? We Go met in the middle. If you can fucking find it, because it's so expensive on Amazon. Twenty-three bucks. Oh, I thought I it, was, it was one of those no. rare things that cost a lot. No, I bought it for twenty three bucks. The, the How about you re-release it on Blu-ray Universal? Show some balls. Yeah, yeah. You're not going to do it because it doesn't sell, shit. does it? I wonder why it doesn't sell. Well, anyway, because all those Twitter idiots who say you guys are assholes, you guys don't even watch. The oh, show. let's go see if Twitter did say something. But you want to go ahead and describe uh, that ending that we just watched for the podcast listeners? Because I can't. Oh, just he. he why does he do it? So, okay, so midnight, the ghost disappears. He comes every night at midnight, the ghost goes back to his grave. So he leaps for him at midnight because the, the clock chimes midnight. So the ghost disappears. He basically flies right through him down the stairs head first. Rolls Woo! down the stairs. And I'm talking, not just rolls down the stairs, like 80 feet of stairs. Oh, yeah. Down. It, it's like head she's first. on the fifth story and he goes down yeah. the stairs like a Disney movie. And he screams the whole way down, <laughs> yeah. even though his larynx is crushed multiple times. <laughs> but whatever, it's fine. But then, okay, first of all, why does he dive like that? Even if he was going to catch him, he would still fall yeah. down the stairs. He would still fall down the stairs. Like, Fucking really boot badly. his ass. Just boot. That's why I said this is the funniest uh, leap in Twilight Zone <laughs> slash anthology history. Because it's almost as good as, I'm going to find me some answers. He yeah. jumps through the window and drives a car. I'm going to find one of those details. Oh, uh, that's That is the best jump through anything ever. I agree. That's what this made is, me do the show. This might be part two. This might be the second best. Hey, you don't know. have that leap from that episode. You don't have this podcast. No, you do not. You're well, So, I'm sorry, America. That that. <laughs> that's why we have 2,000 episodes of... of Anthology show, Twilight Zone anthology shows. I also love looking at YouTube and the views on the old show I do because I used to put all these on YouTube, oh. like just the podcast in the Philippines. There's always the same four people, and I'm like, expats, weird, or they must just be 
They're dying for entertainment out there. Yeah, I don't, I don't know. It's just bizarre because it was very consistent. So I hope they found you know where we are. But anyway, found peace. Yeah. Godspeed. Many God Pacquiao speed. lost recently. I'm so sorry. Yeah. But yeah, he died. He he basically dives his own death because he's a fucking idiot. Even if the ghost was there and he tackled him, he still would have died. He would have fallen down the stairs just as much. Yeah. So that's get, what makes no sense. He falls to the bottom. She's still, you know, still in the bed, all nudie, and she's yeah. like, ah, and he comes to the doorway, hiding his face, but you know what it's gonna be, and he's like, your husband won't be a problem anymore. He won't come on you anymore, come to you in the night anymore. I mean, and she's like, yeah, and he goes, he has a line <laughs> that creeps me out where he goes, you said you can never love anything alive, and she's like, come to me, and he's like, yeah, I'll come to you in a year. I'll come on you in a year. Which means he's going to kill her, right? You brought it up earlier. That's what I assumed. Yeah, that's what I thought. I thought that was the whole foreboding. That's why she looks at him going, oh, no, what have I done? But what if she just moves? I'd never love anything alive. Duh. My Rav. Rav? Rav. She said, (laughs) my Rav. Rava. Hey, Rav. In a year. End of episode. So, the husband came once a year. He's going to come once a year now. I don't know why he thinks the husband's gone forever now. All he did was jump through him. Well, I think the deal is he locked the front door but forgot to lock the back door. So, now the back door was open for him to come through. I think because he said that when he comes in because he forgot to lock the back door, which allowed me entrance. So, now I can come in whenever I want. No, he broke into the window. That's how he got in. No, this ghost. Oh, the ghost. She let him in. The ghost said. The ghost said he came in through the back door. And the husband ghost goes through the front door. Yeah. Because she must have been having an affair with him on the husband when they were both alive. This and guy? Maybe they, yeah. So he's dead too? He's already been dead or he's dead now? No, he's dead now. He's a ghost. Yeah, that's I get that he's dead now, but oh, yeah. what you just said made no sense to me. Well, that's why the show doesn't make any sense. I, to be Who honest, is that guy? To be honest, I might have gotten lost with all the backdoor talk. That's what it is. But yeah, it's a uh, it, this episode is not good. However, no. I liked it more than Upgrade, the the previous wow. episode we did on the show. Just for that jump. Just I'll for that last it, eight minutes or so. I'll give I'll give it a six. I'll give it. A I six. gave it a six as well. Yeah. Uh, upgrade, I gave a five to. Upgrade's yeah. just kind of boring. Upgrade just yeah. Kind of However, if you if I were to rate the last the first fifteen minutes, I give it a three. Yeah. The last eight or however where the remainder is, Ten. whenever he starts like building up the fortress of the house and like he comes right, back yeah, over yeah. to stay there, it becomes hilarious and not for the right reasons. And I give that a fucking like eight. So Does it, it remind you of the Simpsons when they're blowing up the house and said, "Homer, did you did you barricade the door? What? Why?" Oh, the zombies! No, <laughs> they busted the door. That's one of my favorite Simpsons moment ever. Brains. That's so damn funny. Brains. He's just Homer sitting there with the with the planks in his lap with a hammer, and he's watching TV. <laughs> he doesn't even he doesn't even go four feet to block the door, barricade the door. It's so funny. Oh, ah! Simpsons! It always turns into that. Uh, <laughs> Homer, did you barricade the door? Why? Oh, the zombies! No. Oh, God, it's so great. 
wonder if we can pull up that show, clip. We can't show that clip, can we? Oh, we can show a clip. Here it is. Just that clip, that, that Simpsons clip? Yeah. Oh, the zombies. No. <laughs> Your parents pray. You talked over it. Sorry. Homer, did you barricade the door? Why? Oh, the zombie. No. <laughs> <laughs> ah, it's so great. It's so perfect. It's so perfect. <laughs> just, just his his voice, his look, the way he answered it, so fucking perfect. Just the blank, blank set. Oh no, the zombies. Love it. Oh, just, that's why. Hey, that's why I, I can't watch anything beyond 20, 2002. It's just like I don't know. I'm trapped in that period of time that I can't get back. Also, the same clip. It's this, but a few seconds later is what I was quoting earlier. Take me. Yeah. Brain. Brain. That really is a few seconds later. I didn't realize. Yeah, so that's literally right. Yeah, the next bit. Uh, at least, so at least Homer has the de- the decency to sacrifice himself for his family, but yeah. the zombies want nothing to do with him. <laughs> Love it. And it's that very specific um, breed of, of zombies that only want brains because of yeah. uh, what's that fucking movie? Uh, Return of the Living Dead. Yeah, Return of the Living Dead. That's the first Except, time they I've want just brains. It. I know that's the, that's the joke of that movie because it's more of a satire than it is a, a horror yeah. movie. I watched that I never, movie. I've, I've never watched it. I've never sat down to watch it. I watched it quite a few times. It's uh, yeah. it's overrated. Is that what it is? It is. It's that weird movie where it's gross. It tries to be gross and it's overly gross. And okay. they have that. It's kind of like a Reanimator, where it has yeah. that weird sense of humor about how gross it is. And you, yeah. but Reanimator is one of those where you can watch once and be fine, never watching it again. I watched it in like middle school, and I was like. Never again. I that just, might fuck up your brain if you watch that middle school. I don't know what you're talking about. So I'm fucking this chick in her skull the other day. Uh, I cut off his head oh, and sorry. I ate out her pussy with my headless body. Um, oh, um, this is a, the part of the show where I'd like to welcome on the host of uh, Twilight Zone podcast, Tom Elliott. <laughs> oh, right. Based on our sorry, previous Tom. few sentences. Uh, Tom, sorry, you should totally Tom, come on. So you're destroying your vision of the show. This episode. This episode. So I, I, to do. Mm, why? What's night gallery? What do you want? Like it's the same shit. The, your, your Twilight Zone background's still on. That's fine. Who gives a it shit? Doesn't matter. And it I never matter. put on those scrolling things on the bottom. Night gallery. Here, do, will this make the episode better for you if I change it over to night gallery? You can barely see it. Much better. Here, here's the Twilight Zone, Twilight Zone 85 background. Here, that one's better. That one's not bad. Fond right. memories, but fortunately we got to go with this. Good old Jerry Garcia. Yeah, it's, but I was just going to, you know how I was saying of uh, Return of the Living Dead is, like, I was going to say, there's characters and their motivations that don't exist in real life. Like, uh, Linnea Quigley in that, in that movie is like, I want to be dead. I want to know what it's like to be torn apart. And of course, that's what happens to her. Okay. But I'm like, nobody's ever said that. And meant well, it you, in, you in real life. You say that, but there are people who have done that in the in this modern world that we live in. But like, that, when you're watching a movie, guy. you're not like, "Yeah, I want to be torn up. I want to know what that's like." Like uh, that's sexy. That doesn't. Re- if, we're talking 
percentages, not that one person ever. Or well, yeah, I know. but yeah, within the context of the film, it's one person with that with that fantasy. But she's not a psychopath, is my point. She's made it this far. She's hot. She's yeah. hanging out with her friends. She's not like a fucking weird loner who's did who did this, and you know what I mean. Yeah. No, it. That's why. It but then I think it. of the character from this episode, the ghost of Horvath's place, who's wants to fuck a ghost, and you said you can never love anything alive. Yeah. And here she is. This should be, this is little uh, the mother of Linnea Quigley yeah. from that from that movie. This girl's fucked up. This is the most fucked up character I've seen in any Rod Serling stuff. And I don't I don't know yeah, I don't think he wrote this. Did, did Rod Serling write this one? Uh, let's find out. Um, he wrote the first episode. The second one is just it's Alvin Sapinsley and Russell Kirk. Russell Crowe. Alvin Sapinsley has worked on the Elgin Hour. He wrote for Suspense and Tales of Tomorrow. Wow. That's why he knows Rod. Okay. Wow. He's been dead since 2002. Wow. Russell Kirk. He wrote this. End of credits. Oh. <laughs> must have been Rod Serling's like... Oh, he wrote the short story. That's why. Okay. Oh, there you that go. That explains it. There you go. Man, this girl's fucked up. She's all nudie in bed. Charles Bronson's wife. How you doing? When he broke into the bedroom, the last thing I expected was to see her like covering her, like, like her anticipating some sort of oh, ghost yeah. zombie sex. That's the last thing yeah. in the world I expected. As I saw it, I was like, what the fuck? Why? I was, tur- I was turned on. Yeah, for a number of reasons that it land you in therapy. Jill, Jill Ireland is hot. She's a good looking woman. Jill Ireland. Lucky Charles Bronson. She uh, was in her 50s, no, 40s during this. No, I think earlier, because she died, I think, in her 50s in 1990. Yeah. So that's, what is that? 40, 30. It's it's here she goes. She died at 54. Almost 40. Yeah. She died in age 54 in 1990. Man, she looked older than late 30s. Well, Cancer will do that, I guess. Yeah, but she died 1990 of cancer, not of not 1971 or two or whatever the fuck this came out. Oh, she's in Death Wish too. This came out in 1972. Yeah. She's in. Oh yeah, she's in one episode of Gallery. She was in. Actually, she's in a lot of movies with Charles Bronson. They they were in a bunch of movies together. Yeah. What year did they marry? Uh, 68, I think. Oh, wow. Damn. Yeah. Oh, she was in Star Trek, the original series. Yeah. So, uh, the director of this did some Star Trek. Ralph Sineski. The Side of Paradise. Oh, she was the... Now, that was... Oh, yeah, that's the one. Yes. That's the one where uh, uh, Kirk goes, You're nothing but a freak. You belong next to the dog-faced boy. And he gets <laughs> Spock mad at him. And Spock goes crazy and tries to beat him to death. The director of this episode, Ralph Sineski, did one Twilight Zone episode. It's the second thing he ever directed, and it's one of my favorite ones. It's uh, Burgess Meredith as the Devil. It's called The Printer's Devil. Oh, that's um, a good one. I, like, I love that episode. It's one of the few hour ones that I love. Um, might be the only one, actually. Yeah. And then he did Star Trek as well. Which episode did he do of that? Oh, he did six episodes. Oh, there you go. Pretty the Side good. of Paradise. Yep. Metamorphosis, Obsession, Return to Tomorrow, Bread and Circuses, and Is There Ooh. Truth in No Beauty? I think Bread and Circuses is, is the one where... 
Oh, no, maybe not. It's the one where Kirk kisses Uhura, but I don't think it is. I think Bread and Circuses is the one where they actually no. go to the... No, it's the Roman, Roman Empire one. They're in the Roman Coliseum, but it's on yeah. TV. That's actually yeah. a good one. Yeah, the, so the director knows what he's doing, so maybe that's why I didn't hate this episode. I thought I was going to. And, um, yeah. Frank said, is TV, the camera adds 20 years? Yes, it's TV. Yes, right. Camera has twenty years. Uh, you're not wrong, Frank. Without all the Vaseline on the lens, yes. Vaseline. <laughs> yeah, it's a uh, unfortunate. She looks older than she is. I don't know. Yeah. I would have guessed she was in her fifties here, but whatever. Yeah, it's yeah, it's interesting. She lived with Charles Bronson. Charles Bronson rode her home wet and dry. Hung and, her up dry. Yeah, everything between. He uh when she when they were out together, she must have looked like she was a teenager. Because yeah. he he has some canyons on his face. Look at me. What's going on Charles over here? That's great. Yeah. I'm gonna put two bullets in him. You brought one horse too many. <laughs> yeah. So she was there together when he did that movie. Yeah, pretty much. Like the first year, yeah. Yeah, it's crazy. Pretty good, pretty good. That's an, that's the other movie I had to remove from my, my Amazon list that I bought earlier today. Well, I'm like, ah, I can wait on that. Well, I think the Blu-ray uh, is pretty good. I think the transfer is really nice, I hear. Yeah, so I want to get it. It's just, uh, I don't know. I, you know. Yeah, I, have, I, I still want to get the no, the Dollar Trilogy on Blu-ray, but I'm just like, eh, I have it on, I have it on DVD in a nice set. So it's like a box set. I'm like, eh. I don't know. I don't think it matters. It, it will with uh, Good, Bad, and the Ugly, but the other two, not so much, probably. Yeah, I, but it has all the special features that are really neat, and I don't yeah. think the Blu-ray has those special features. Oh, really? That's why I'm, I'm up more of a center for the special features than the actual movie. You would assume the yeah. Blu-ray would have the same special features, and then Sometimes some. they do, sometimes they don't. I'm not sure. I, I didn't look it up for those, but... Sometimes they do, sometimes they don't. It's just it's because I think whoever owns the rights at the time makes whatever special features and then they can't get turned over because some other company bought the rights and re-releases the DVDs or Blu-rays. They got to write their contracts better. Well, that's what I'm saying. Like, I want whatever special features came with it before plus whatever we add. And then you do... Next person does the next. Yeah, Dawn of the Dead is fucked. uh, Dogma... uh, Oh. Well, I say Dogma is only on DVD. It's not even on Blu-ray, I don't think. I thought you were going to say uh, Dawn of the Dead, because I was going to say, that DVD no, is yeah. immaculate. It has four cuts of the movie, yeah. loads of special features. Yeah. The, the Blu-ray has the movie and the trailer. Yeah. Yeah. That's it. And you're like, the the oh, stuff. man. The rest of that, and I wish I would have kept my DVD. I didn't realize it wouldn't transfer over. I had that yeah, black also, package, you know, with the yeah, red font. It's it's like $5,000. Yeah. It's like super expensive. Whatever. I had to get rid of it. And, but... I wish I would have kept it, but man, watch yeah. that European cut. Yeah, more violence and less nudity. Although my right. my DVD of um, Leaving Las Vegas is the unrated version, which has Ooh. even more sexy scenes. And I'm watching it. I'm going, oh yeah, that's a new scene. It was like four seconds long. It was a scene of him like at a bar. And it was like, oh, this wasn't it. And it was like, over. And I'm like, oh, that was it. And it's like four minutes longer, the, the thing. And I'm like, fuck this thing. And it just pissed me off yeah, more. That's annoying. It didn't add any dialogue that wasn't in the original movie. 
It was right, just yeah. a couple extra shots of Nick Cage before the yeah. credits. So, and then, wow. ugh, what a waste, but. I won't drink myself to death. This episode does not sway my opinion on Night Gallery more one way or the other. No. But I did enjoy it more than most Night Gallery episodes. Yeah. But not enough to sway me. Yeah. It's, it's. I told you at the beginning not to watch this episode. I still feel that way. But I'll just say, fast forward until he arrives at the house and stays there for the night. And then watch it. Yes. And it's like this comedic version of Night of the Living Dead without yeah. any, even less money. <laughs> and it's yeah. it's nonsense from there. Yeah. But anything before that is forgettable and you don't need to know it. This is all true. Didn't you expect her, her and her husband's backstory to pay off in some way? Yeah, but it didn't happen. Why doesn't she just move? What's my mean? That's why I said, yeah, it's like, I'm going to come back in a year. I'll move. Oh, a year. I'll sell the house and move to California. <laughs> yeah. I mean, this giant estate I have. Yeah, I can sell can't, this. You can't, you, can't, uh, you can't get me there. Deep dick. Deep dick. That deep ghost dick. Deep dick. That should have been your name. Deep ghost dick. Deep ghost dick, man. I just read your name for the first time tonight. A new, a new dick in the gallery. Because <laughs> that was, uh, it's kind of going on upgrade, but it's, it's, it's sort of a play on words describing both episodes. Well, still having the word dick in it. Well, I have to have dick in it. Just, that's, that's the rule. Oh. See, you have to have rules. When you design <laughs> yeah. something, when you don't have rules, it doesn't make any sense. Am I the other one? I about the rules. The rules. <laughs> He's very sensitive. He's a pacifist. I did not. Oh, know I that. did not know that. <laughs> you parked in a handicap zone. Perhaps it was towed. <laughs> you know it's been fucking stolen, Walter. <sighs> we'll never Those get. We will. You know what's sad, and and I hate this fact. That movie's made. 23 years ago now we will never get another comedy like that no it's just never gonna happen simon Pegg came the closest and i'm simon Pegg, nick frost and, and edgar wright and that's it that's all we're gonna get because comedy is gonna go so far off the stupid end that we're just never gonna watch oh, another movie that's done. that's yeah, that quotable because yep. after that people are like oh like anchorman i'm like anchorman's okay it's okay. Yeah, Anchorman's not my. I, it's, I, it's okay. Yeah, I don't think it's a bad movie. I just I don't want to watch it. No. Like, it was on the other night, and, and I she started watching it. I'm like, uh, don't. But then again, I mean, again, Anchorman was 2004. I mean, there hasn't been a movie like that recently either. Like Probably for the best. Like there's no comedies aren't like that anymore. They're just it's, I don't know. Yeah. You're deep, all right. Deep dick. Get some deep dicking in here. Frank does agree with us on the comedy part, though. Yeah, yeah, agreed. Simon Pegg, uh-huh. get it. Simon Pegg. But, like, even they're done. So it's like... Yeah, I don't know what they're doing. Nick Frost just shows up in, like, streaming shows now. He's, like, some... He's always, like, in some fantasy fairy tale streaming show. Just show up yeah. and do that. Did you ever watch that movie Nick Frost is in called um, Pirate Radio? Yeah. Was it any good? It was all right. It's a true story, but I don't know how yeah. true it is. 
Yeah. He's, Pirate Radio, he's like a sexy DJ, and it's just like, no, he's not. It's like, Nick he's got Frost. women all over him. Yeah, it's because it, I don't believe it was it. like the story in England where the government shut down all this the crude radio, so they went on a boat and they broadcast yeah. from there in international waters, and that was yeah. a story. And it's interesting, but the movie, I was like, I don't think I'm gonna like that very I much. I think a documentary would be more interesting. Than yes, because the movie itself was okay. It reminds me of those other based on real life movies I won't watch, like American Made or War Dogs, where I'm like, that's going to be 20% truth and the rest is made up nonsense. Oh, American American made is literally 10% true and the rest is yeah. like the whole thing is both never happened. He never was married. He never had the son his brother-in-law got murdered. That never happened. Like all this shit American made it never happened. So you might all as well fiction. watch like it sounds like it's directed by Oliver Stone. Like it's pretty much. Yeah. <laughs> We're through the looking glass here, people. Frank Caspell. Black is white. Pie Tate Radio sucked. Pie Tate Radio. That's a better movie. Potato Radio. Pie Tate Potato Radio is a way better movie. That's a, the Irish version. Potato Radio. Potato Radio. What's going on over here? I'm you too. It's the Feast of Famine Hour. Welcome to oh, welcome to Pirate Radio. Potato Radio. I'll tell you something about the people in Ireland fighting for their rights, fighting against the British royalty. What's a typical Zombie. Irish? What, what's a typical Irish dilemma? Someone gives you a potato. Do you eat it now, or do you wait for it to ferment and drink it? That's an Irish dilemma. Liam Neeson only has an Irish accent when he wants it. <laughs> He's Rob Roy. He's Rob Roy, who is Scottish. <laughs> yeah. So fuck you. Who? I can't. No, Liam Neeson's another red box dude. No, well, Liam Neeson <laughs> is like. He's theatrical Redbox because his movies get released in theaters. Yeah, so they far. They still come out in theaters. And he said he's done with that, but he said that like four times now, so I don't really yeah, trust him. He, he says no to He says just the money. <laughs> Good the, for him. The Red Letter Media joke where they're like, Mike's yeah. like, what's his new movie? Like, I'm going to shoot you in the head. <laughs> it's a picture of him with a gun. And it's just like, that's, that's so true. It's just him with a gun. It's like shoot you in the head. unknown where it's like him on a train or something or a plane. Right, yeah, no, unknown was a terrible movie. Uh, uh, the Commuter was a terrible movie. It's not grammar uh, Nazi, it's spelling Nazi. Get it right or go on, in the fucking train Honest, car. Honest Thief is a stupid movie. Uh, I, I've seen them all. They're all because they all show up on Amazon Prime like the next day it comes out in theaters. Like it'll be in theaters two weeks and then it's on Amazon Prime. It's like, oh, I'll watch that. I It's a nude Liam Neeson movie. I think I've seen six Liam Neeson movies in total. That's it? I've seen The Gray. I've seen the first Taken, Schindler's That's List, um, Love Actually, That's a good one. Um, Million Ways to Die in the West. That's a bad one. You didn't, you've never seen Dark Man? Okay, Dark Man. Okay. Yeah. So it's six. That's my sixth. There's more. You've seen. You've got to have seen. You ever see Kinsey? No. Wow. Okay. I know what it's about. Um, you, know, you didn't see Taken 2? No. You didn't see Taken Three? Oh yeah, no. <laughs> so watch, uh, I think it's called Out Cold or Cold. What's the one where he's a, a drug dealer? No, his son dies. A drug dealers kill his son, and he goes after them for. It's actually really good. It's a funny. It's actually funny. It's like a goofy satire of action. It's actually kind of funny. What's it? I'm looking at. Hold on. It's worth watching. I'm curious now. How many Liam Neeson? 
It's a great joke in it. It's one of the best jokes in the last 20 years of film. You know what's funny is in my head and out loud, I just said Liam Neeses movies. <laughs> like I pluralized it. Liam, Liam Neeses. <laughs> Liam oh, I saw the A-Team. So there's seven. Oh, the A-Team's terrible. Uh, I don't know. I, I hate it. Okay, okay. So he's done. <laughs> oh, Star. Road. okay. Star Wars. Okay. I saw the Star the Wars movies. I didn't see, but my, my parents saw this. It was terrible. The Marksman, I didn't see. Honesty, if I saw, it wasn't very good. Uh, Rise of Skywalker, he was a voice. Uh, Men in Black International, oh, didn't see that. Cold Pursuit. Cold Pursuit's the one you want to watch. He's an Anchorman too. Yeah, he's one of the anchors. Oh, okay. I, I completely forgot about these two movies. Uh, Dark Knight Rises, Batman Begins. There's ten. Oh, yeah, he's great in Batman Begins. Yeah. I... Oh, shit, he's in an episode of The Orville. Yeah, I saw that. Um, oh, okay. I'm down in 2006 right now. Uh, silence. Oh, that's right. He's in Silence. He's Gangs in silence. New York. He's in that. Yeah. Oh, yeah. He's the. Oh, he's the, the Haunting. Priest. That's the other one I was thinking of earlier. Rob Roy. Oh, that, that's a bad movie. The Haunting's um, terrible. Neil. Oh, fuck. Fourteen. Run now. all night. That's a bad movie. Under suspicion. Have I seen that one? Walk among the tombstones. You ever see that one? No, I've never seen that. No, that one's fucking dark. Walking Dead is just dark. It's kind of leaves. It makes you feel gross. Oh no! It's next to Kin that Swade movie. Oh, it is a Swayze movie. I started yeah, next to Kin. That's I, a good one. I started to watch that on cable and went to Vegas and I was like, "What the fuck is this?" And I, I was like, "Oh, I gotta move because this movie's like confusing the shit out of me." He's in the oh, Deadpool he's in Battleship. Battleship was terrible. He's in uh, Wrath of the Titans, Clash of the Titans remakes. Those were terrible. Uh, Life's too short. He was awesome in that. That was a great. He was great in that episode. Plays himself. Next three days. I didn't see that Fuck one. Fuck Excalibur. Excalibur's so, a good movie. So twenty one. Damn. Okay. You didn't see. You didn't. Fallout three. He does the voice in Fallout. That's 3. not a movie, is it? Well, it counts. No, it doesn't. It. He plays the dad in that. You never saw uh, Seraphim Falls. No, I don't think so. Did you not? Uh, Chronicles of Narnia. No. Language in the wardrobe? No. Uh, Batman Begins? Kingdom of Heaven! Frank, are you just listing movies? He is not in Event Horizon or Jurassic Park. That's Sam Neill. That's Sam Neill. K-19, The Widowmaker? He wasn't touched by an angel. How does that work? As himself. Les Miserables? Did you not see Les Miserables? That's a good one. I've seen that. That's good. That's Wait, one which my, one? That's the the two, uh, 1998 version. I did. It's not a musical. I did. So, there you go. He's in that. You saw that, then. I saw that in French class. That's a good I like that movie. I gave uh, it a six. <laughs> a six? Oh, you're sad. Yeah, I just... Yeah, well, I'm not sad. That's why I gave it a six. It is a sad what, fucking movie. What about Nell? <laughs> Nell, I didn't one. mind. Um, He's in that. I, I told you I did watch that one. Oh, okay. I'm sorry. Leap of Faith. Yeah. With uh, um, Steve Martin. Leap of Faith, no. Dark uh, Mexican. I actually watched uh, Nell, a part oh. of Nell, not too long ago. Did you ever see the, the High Spirits, the movie with uh, Steve... Um, Steven Dorf? What's his name? Now close, Steve Gutenberg. <laughs> wow, not even close, a little bit. No, I didn't realize Steve Gutenberg was in a movie that wasn't preceded by police academy well it was 1988 so it was his uh, the high point of his career you say what you will about steve gutenberg 
he had a bunch of hits in the eighties. Like he had his day. So it's not. I like have he I have nothing against Steve Gutenberg at all. No, not at all. I, I kind of like. I'm the just guy. fucking with him, but yeah. He, I, I bought his autobiography. I have his biography somewhere for ten cents. He is a guy that has Hilarious. the best sense of humor about himself. Yeah. If you ever watches, because he does those, he does those things where uh, I forget what's cameo. I think it's called. Oh, he's a party down. Well, they'll shoot, they shoot like a little celebrity will shoot a video and be like, "Happy birthday, Connor!" Right. He does yeah. that, and he's like, "I'm that guy in Police Academy that you forgot about 20 years ago." <laughs> like he makes fun of himself. Oh, no, he, it's yeah, he's fucking fun. hilarious. I mean, he, he, you're talking about this guy was in Police Academy, hundred million dollar movie. Baby turned it uh, down after four. Well, I mean, he's in like how many of them? Is he in three of them? Or he's in, in the three, and then they replaced him three? with a uh, Bobcat Goldthwait. Well, he still, he made his money. I bet you yeah. got you got a couple million bucks per one of those. Then he's in uh, those are three successes. Then he has um, uh, three men in a la- in a baby. That's a that's a hit. He's in that. That's a big hit at the time. Frank wrote, "Nell sucks," and I wrote, "Go blow yesterday again." Yesterday the movie? No, I'll never watch that. I hate Danny Boyle. Wow, that's strong. Yeah. He's got, he's got some good movies. He's made some good movies. I... Yeah, I did like... Um, did like Steve Sunshine? Jobs. I like I like Jobs. Yeah, Jobs is good. I Jobs like is fucking great, I thought. Michael Fassbender, I, that's, I, a good, like, that's a good one. And now I talked about earlier in an episode, I love Michael Fassbender in that movie. I was like, fuck, he's good. Everyone's good. And I'm like, yeah. and then I got to the end. I didn't realize during the time. I got to the end. It was like directed. But I'm like, no, I fucking hate that guy. And I was like, oh, you got me, you son of a bitch. Yeah, no, he, he's, that's a good app. I've never seen that movie. That was an awesome that was a great movie. <laughs> yeah. I, I like that one. Well, it's written by Sorkin. Yeah, so I saw that in the, the theater. That's how much I but, want to see. I'm like, Michael Fassbender again, in the theater? Fuck yeah. But again, that's another Oliver Stone movie. None of it's true. It's all bullshit. Yeah. The whole, the whole uh, movie's I, a lie. I, I, I give Oliver yeah. Stone shit, but I don't yeah. really care if a movie's based 100% on truth. No. It's no, a it's movie, <clears throat> not a documentary. A no. If they make a documentary and it's full of lies, that's when I care. That's when you're like, yeah. oh, go fuck yourself. Oh, fucking, what's his name? From Detroit. Oh, Michael Moore. Michael Moore, go fuck yourself. Your movies are yeah. so leaning shit. toward yeah, your he's... point of view that you don't even he's care about the asshole. truth. But yeah, Jobs is awesome. The yeah. other one with Ashton Kutcher, I will never watch. No. I, I just can't. Well, did you know that that movie almost killed him? Good. Did you hear no. that? <laughs> no, I didn't. So, so Ashton Kutcher thought he was an actor, so he went all method for that role. So he did the diet that Steve Jobs had. His diet was like no meat, no pro, like a weird diet was mostly like vegan, but like even beyond veganism. You mean the guy that almost, died in his fifties? Weird. Exactly. Don't do that. Cause guess what? It almost fucking killed Ashton Kutcher. He said like, he almost had to have a spleen take. Like he was all fucked up. It was the stupidest thing he could have done. Cause you need to have protein in your system and meat, some kind of meat. What are the names of those two movies? Uh, jobs and Steve Jobs. Yeah. But which one's which? I think Steve Jobs is Ashton. Ashton, well, hold on. Let's find out right now. We got the computer here. Um, you said that, but you're pulling up your slow ass phone. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> okay, so Steve Jobs. Jobs is Ashton Kutcher, and then Steve Jobs is the Sorkin, um, Danny Boyle project. Well, there you go. Phones are too slow. Fine. <laughs> Do it live. Do it live. 
yeah, it's uh, that movie I loved. I, don't, I gave it an eight. Oh yeah, no, it was, it was my top ten that year. Yeah, solid top five, solid fucking yeah, movie. And, and yeah. like I said, I overcame my uh, my hatred, hatred for, for Danny, Danny Boyle. Boyle. But Danny Boyle, outside of that, I don't like. I don't know anything he's ever done. Train spotting. Don't like it. Wow. I don't. I fucking hate the beach. I didn't like the beach. I have never seen 127 hours. I don't like 28 days later. It's all right. 28 days later is whatever. I, I never finished it. I never. I don't like zombie um, movies. I don't, I don't watch them, so I don't care. Um, Sunshine, I'll never watch. Slumdog Sunshine. Millionaire, I'll never watch. Slumdog, I saw. Sunshine, I saw. Yeah. What the fuck is Frankenstein that he did in 2011? No Yesterday looks interesting. It, that doesn't look bad. I'll give him that. I, I guess someone was saying yesterday was actually pretty good. Trance? What the fuck? James that's McAvoy, the, Rosario that's Dawson. That's the one where you can see Rosario Dawson naked. Oh, great. Just what and I want to see. Do you know Danny Boyle and her, she was going out at that time? They were a couple? Frankenstein has that? Benedict Cumberbatch and Johnny Lee Miller, who have you last oh, saw in Hackers before this movie? <laughs> Johnny Lee Miller's been in stuff. He still acts. <laughs> He's all right. But name one movie between hackers and this. Train spotting two. Booyah! No, that's after this. Oh. <laughs> yeah. Eli Stone. Booyah! Hold on, hold on. I was on that show, Eli Stone. I did extra work. It was 2007. He was in Dexter. That's right. Yeah. yeah Eli season, Stone, yeah. 2008, 2009. No. Um, Eon Flux. Ooh. Dracula 2000. Oh. Mansfield Park. Then oh. um, Hackers. Yeah. Train Spotting was a year after Hackers, to be fair. Well, there you go. So the first Train Spotting would have been the correct answer. Not two, though. Oh, fuck. <laughs> You're so close. God damn it. Train Spotting 2. I don't watch comedy sequels, so I'll never watch Train Spotting 2. And I didn't like the first one, so. Sure, shit, not gonna watch it. What about planes, train spotting, and automobiles? Automobiles. <laughs> that was a good one. I love when John Candy overdosed in the train <laughs> on heroin. Oh man, she sees the baby crying on the on the ceiling. And it twists his head, and he goes, "Ah!" Well, he, well, John Candy gets on the train, and he's like, "Look at my friend over here," and they show, it and it's a it's a John Steve Martin. No, not Steve. It's a uh, fucking uh, Blues Brothers, John. Why am I thinking? Oh, why am I blanking? John John, no, not John Goodman. Blues John Brothers. Belushi. John Belushi's John like was in Blues Brothers 2000. John Belushi overdoses on the train, and they're like, "Ah, oh, let's get on this plane." <laughs> <laughs> or it's time for automobiles, right? <laughs> right this sounds uh, like a good movie. The bit was ruined a long time ago when I forgot John Belushi's name for some reason. I want to write. I want to uh, read that Wired book about John Belushi, the one that was written by Woodward and Bernstein. I think Bob Woodward wrote, but it's the, the, the true account of what John Belushi did, and nobody likes it because it might be a little bit too honest. You know how like they like to they like to rewrite history, and he didn't do that. Let's talk about how the fact that there's three John Belushi's in a row, two of them died, and the third one blew his nose off his face. Oh, um, Arch, uh, uh, what's his name? So you know, I'm, you know where I'm going with this. Lang? So yeah. John Belushi died at 33, fucking yes. just eight balled his brain out of his head. And then Chris Farley was obsessed with him and then accidentally overdosed at the exact same age of the exact yeah. same drug. Yeah. 
Yep. And then we get Artie Lang. Artie Lang. I'm trying to think of. Not, really I'm not blanking at Artie Lang's name. I'm naming uh, Howard Stern. So yeah, he keeps going on Howard Stern show, and he, he obviously he was on like a bunch of Mad TV and all this shit, and successful, and he gets fired as fuck off of Mad TV several times for showing up drunk and high out of his goddamn mind. And he's in his late twenties, early thirties at this point. Was and, he? And he's clearly gonna fucking just be like them. He looks exactly like John Belushi. Yeah, he does. And then he's just not as handsome as John Belushi was at that age. Sure. John Belushi had like a weird kind of handsomeness. handsomeness yeah, Chris yeah, Farley yeah. didn't have that. He just had a cute boyish figure, like boyish look to his face. Boyish figure. Not figure. I <laughs> misspoke. Uh, yeah. But look, yeah. Artie Lang has none of that. No, he doesn't. But Artie Lang likes to live it up more than those two combined. He likes to get the $10,000 night hookers. And he he's likes still to, alive. And he, and he blew his fucking nose off his face. It's collapsed into his skull. Yeah. And it's just a sad thing where all of his friends are sitting here watching it. And it's like this, almost like a joke. And it's like, dude, get that guy help. And he keeps coming on Howard Stern's show. And, and I don't listen to Howard Stern because I don't give a fuck about him. But I like I listen when Artie's on now. Like, I'll catch interviews with him from time to time, and I'm like... Well, he has his own podcast show, doesn't he? Or he, has... he did. I don't know if he does anymore. I, I haven't okay. listened. I haven't listened to any of this in a while, because I'm just like, I can't fucking do this, because I love Artie Lang, because I love dirty work so much. Mm. And I'm like, oh, so sad, because I've seen this twice before now. <laughs> like, I don't want to watch this for a third time. Right, yeah. So, I'm not... There's no ending to that story. It's just... It's just sad. I just want to bring it up. Well, he's still alive. I mean, shit, he's outlived all of them. He has outlived all of them. He's got to be in his late 40s, early 50s now, right? Uh, yeah, and he looks like he's 800 years old. He, mm, he looks like Gary Oldman up. when he finally reveals his true age in Dracula. <laughs> he's yeah, pretty much. Already I've traveled Lang. oceans of time to find you. He's, he's 53. About, uh, what's a modern day picture of Artie Lang? Let me see. Artie Lang, 2021. 2021, yeah. Images without his nose. This isn't from this year, but this is what's showing up. This is from a couple years ago. I remember this picture. Like my, uh, Michael Michael Jackson. He looks like nose. an MMA fighter. You know, he looks like a Dick Tracy character with that hat on. He looks like this tramp. Yeah, it, it's. He looks like a, a plumber that would be working in your yard. Ooh, that new nose is. Oh, no, just, this one's the wow, worst. That's the best one. Yeah. This is when one. he's getting arraigned and shit. Yeah. Oh, like, look up uh, Ron Jeremy, right now. There's Howard Stern. Current Ron Jeremy. You want to see bad? Look up Ron Jeremy. Why does this show see? always turn into this? He doesn't look the Hannibal Lecter. Look at that. Look at how bad I mean, he is done. He looks like Liver Spot the Human. <laughs> yes. He is Liver Spot the Human. Oh that my God. That's a comic book right there. That's coming out soon by uh, Bad Idea Comics. We're going to have livers, liver spot. The I human. can't. I need to turn this up. This is worse than the rumor Willis somehow. Oh, Ugh. okay. That's it's all. Close. It's close. All right. So that is Ghost of Soarworth Place. Yes. <laughs> we haven't talked about it in 25 minutes. All right. Well, that's all. Um, dick, dick, a good night. I'm not even going to read this. Uh, oh, okay. He, he mentioned okay. Whenever whenever Frank brings up Opie Anthony, I just tune out because I know it's going to turn into the fucking chip. And we have a ban on chip 
on this show. Who's Chip? So Chip, you you, what's his fucking name? I'm blanking on his name. I'm blanking on names tonight. Um, that's Jim. Jim Norton. Jim Norton does a a character on a show called oh. Chip Chip Chipperson, and he does this stupid voice. And I'm not gonna replicate it here because I there's a ban on him. And Frank fucking loves him, and I don't get it, and I don't, and I never will, and I don't want to. So, oh, you're Frank's, not Jim Norton guy then, huh? I like Jim Norton. I oh. don't do not like that character. Oh, okay. I don't find it funny at all. I've listened to him, and I'm like, I just, I just don't care. But Frank did it way too much when we first met, and I'm like, no more. So oh. whenever he does it, I immediately cut him. Okay. But it's this character that does. Uh, I'm not even gonna do it. I don't fucking he's like care. The, he's like the nerd character. Or? Not, not a nerd, just like. Says things that are, you know, you're supposed to oh. think he's innocent, but he's saying the worst things ever, and you're like, ah. Oh, okay. And it, and I wish I was along with the ride for the joke, but I just watched it. And I'm like, I just, I just don't care. I don't think it's funny. Interesting. No. But he's no, banned. I'm, saying, I'm just saying interesting because <laughs> that's what people say when they're not really paying attention. They say, yeah, interesting, interesting. Yeah, just don't, just don't care about Chip. Is Frank the only guy watching the show right now? No, there's two. <laughs> oh, who's the other guy? I don't I know. I can't. I can't Wait, see who's watching. You write something, asshole. They're Put quiet as the... fuck. Come on, write something. I dare you? Who else is watching? Now we got to talk who's for a few watching? more minutes. Is it, you? is it Liam Neeson? Is it Liam Neeson? <laughs> I'm gonna beat you up. <laughs> I can't believe you guys talk about my films. And you guys never brought up Excalibur. Yeah, we did. I mean, Crawl. You never brought up Crawl. You know, to be fair, I opened Crawl and I was like, did I watch that? No. The music's good. The James Warner score, score is actually really good. I've uh, seen it's one of those movies that you see, like if you watch enough B, you know, B movie videos, you, B-movie. you're gonna know about it, but I've never yeah. seen it. It's 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 um, kind of like fine. a hard ticket to Hawaii. I've never actually sat down and watched yeah. the movie. Yeah, but at this time, I've watched. 55 minutes of it you know just combined mm, from all the videos yeah. i've watched about it right it, yeah it's yeah, like yeah. i don't need it's to enough. watch it same no, thing with uh what's the other movie they talk about a lot on uh red letter media the samurai cop oh samurai cop yeah i've yeah, never yeah. seen it i get it yeah. i well, i'm gonna gain more from it now yeah that's the thing there's no point oh god i'm getting these stupid Mint green oh, shirts. He sent something about Chip. Yeah, he he did this. I saw that. Okay, now I know. Okay, I, I get it. I get you. I get you where you're coming oh, from. Oh, Frank just sent a Chip thing in our chat. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. I'm oh, that's what right you're now. talking about. Yeah, Dick, Dick, do not click on that link. No, I'm not. I'm not. Show yourself to whoever else is watching this. I'm, I'm, Charles, I'm... who are you? <laughs> what are you waiting for? My giant titties and the white titties. shirt in the rain. Show her titties. Oh, yeah. So we watched more of a uh, Big Big Sky Big after Sky. Ryan Phillippe got shot in the head. I told you about. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And uh, yeah. What's his name? Uh, John Carroll Lynch gets shot in the head, too. Oh, shit. But he's still alive. And he's playing. He's like. What happened? And he's like doing oh, that no. thing. And I was like, I'm like, oh, he gets oh, to do something wow. else. Oh wow, that's fascinating. John Carroll, I'm watching scenes of this show, and I'm like, I like this cast. And then the cast will meet up with John Carroll Lynch, and I'm like, 
God damn, he is putting on a clinic with these kids. <laughs> like, yeah, acting. It's so embarrassing. Old. Like it's so yeah. like this is so alarming. Yeah, he needs to be in scenes with him by himself if you're gonna have him with this cast, because they're good, Bless they're me. fine. But when they show yeah. him next to him, I'm like, oh man, it's like you see like a little light on your phone. You're like, that's pretty bright, and it's like the fucking sun shows up, and you're like, oh no, that's <laughs> like it's just so weird. Well, I see you can't. Sometimes you cannot have a person who has a lot of personality and the acting chops go up against amateurs or starting out guys. It's just just not unfair. It's unfair to them. It's so unfair. And they're fine, honestly. I have no complaints about them. But when he was in that scene with Ryan Phillippe, it was evenly matched. Like, Ryan Phillippe can stand up on his own. And I was watching them. I'm like, oh, and he shoots him in the head. I was like, okay, that's over. And then all of a sudden it's like these minor characters showing up and they're like, versus Goliath. <laughs> Do you think John Carroll Lynch is the co-creator of the show? He says, no actor's well, going to upstage me. No, the last name I see in the credits every time is Jennifer Lynch. I'm like, that's probably his daughter. Uh, I'm going to look it up right now, actually. Jennifer Lynch sounds familiar. I wonder if she's either his daughter or David Lynch's daughter. Uh, perhaps. Wouldn't that be crazy if you found out John Carroll Lynch and David Lynch were brothers? John. Oh, okay. So Jennifer Lynch is the daughter of David Lynch. There you go. And I've looked her up before, and I I I should know this. Yeah, she uh, yeah, she's David Lynch's daughter. But yeah, it's when you see him next to the rest of the cast, it's embarrassing. It reminds me of season six of American Horror Story, where it's all these character actors I've never seen before, and then Kathy Bates shows up, and I'm like, oh, you guys need to sit the fuck down. Like, she's going to put on a clinic right now. Right. And yeah, then yeah. she stands out so hard. And that's the season with uh, also Lady Gaga. And yes. you're like, oh, bitch, sit down. Kathy Bates is here. You don't need to do anything. Just sit in the background. She's going to run circles around you guys. Not fi- not literally. But <laughs> Kathy Bates is my favorite actress, though. So, Oh, she's good. That's just me. She's good. She's up there. It's Kathy Bates and then Frances McDormand for me. Those two. Yeah, Frances McDormand's top. Top notch. Um, yeah, I'm trying to think. And I did make a oh. joke during uh, Ryan Phillippe's funeral in Big Sky. And she's holding up his ashes. And she's like struggling to speak. <laughs> his funeral. And I was like, my commentary was like, this is my husband, Ryan Phillippe. This is the first time his dick has been dry. <laughs> oh. It's true. It's a half truth. What was that room movie with Ryan Phillippe that the and that hot chick with the nose who would let him stick it anywhere? <laughs> <laughs> talking about a, a what what's the threesome movie he did? Wild Things. Oh, Wild th- No, not Wild Things. Uh, um uh, cr- cr- uh, Cruel Intentions. He has two threesome movies turns out. Cruel Intentions. Yeah, that could be one of them. Man. Yeah, I don't know the other one. I will say my one of my favorite movies, The Way of the Gun, which I just bought, and I'm looking forward to getting tomorrow. I'm going to watch the shit of it tomorrow night. He uh, doesn't have sex to anyone. Not one person. <laughs> this is funny. So <laughs> somebody pretending to be Zack Snyder messaged somebody on Instagram. Hello, friend. This is Zack Snyder, who made Man of Steel. I lost my credit card, and I need money to finish making Justice League 2. Can you send me $1,500 in Amazon gift cards? I have Ben Affleck here with me as well. 
Hello, this has been a play. Yeah. That's funny. I saw that because the person goes, wait, wait, prove it. Hello, this is Ben Affleck. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that's funny. Yeah, I've seen that one. That's that's pretty good. That's where he met his wife, Cruel Intentions. And then she divorced his ass. I mean, yeah, uh, I, I don't know. <clears throat> good for him, though. He probably got half her money. <laughs> we talked about that last week. Yeah, we did. I think we did. <laughs> but, like, he's fine. She's fine. Yeah, their kids—they all seem fine. Like, yeah, they're fine. I'm sure it's it's. it's they seem fine. To, they're not insane people. No, so I'm sure their kids are fine. Yeah, it's not like when certain couples, like Ben Affleck and uh, Jennifer Gardner, where they broke up, their kids are fucked. Well, I don't think Ben, ben Affleck is there at all. Well, Ben Affleck's an alcoholic. Yeah, fucking sex addict. So I don't think, I don't think those kids are fine. Like I don't know, obviously, but. But Ryan Phillippe and Ryan and and uh, what's her name? Or their kids are just fine. Sure. Both their parents have heads on their shoulders. They're they're good. Sure. Why not? <laughs> like, all right. Let's get the fuck out of here. We're not talking about Ghost of Soworth Place anymore. Uh, I forgot we were talking. About yeah. That right. This Oops. sometimes this show just veers off course with Night Gallery. Hashtag lies. The show lies. Do you want to tell me Night Gallery is better than most later Twilight Zones? Because I do not agree. People on Twitter, you're fucking wrong. We have been talking about whatever the fuck we can for the last 25 minutes. Hey, t- Twitter blue checkers, go fuck yourself. There's nothing to talk about with Night Gallery for the most part. Fuck Twitter. And next week is no no different. Uh, starts off with TZ 1985, 207, the road, le- road less traveled, and then Night Gallery 309. Oh, no, it's season three. Fuck. No! She'll be company for you. Not coming for you, company for you, which is a stupid uh, title. Written by Jack Laird. Do you want me to look it up now so we can prepare ourselves? Yes. 309. I can pull it up real quick. It is... No, Jack Laird was earlier, I think. This was written by... Um... Oh, it's just this one episode. So, wow, we got three writers. Oh, Christ. One's Rod Serling. He didn't do anything. Um, sure. Short story by Andrea Newman. Teleplay oh. by David Raphael. Okay. The other episode we're doing, 1985, though, is going to be 207. Now I'm scared. This is when we get into... Hopefully it's not a Haskell Barkin, who is the 1985 version of Jack Laird. I even yes. saved his name so we don't forget it. Haskell. Oh, another episode written by George R.R. R. Martin. Oh, Wow. And story consultant, Rockney S. O'Bannon, which sounds Holy like a fake fucking name that George R. R. Martin came up with. Holy shit. So our second George R. R. Martin 85 Twilight Zone. All right, let's do it. Uh, Frank week. said, fellas, uh, please stop telling our listeners and followers to go fuck themselves. Um, fuck you, Frank. I don't agree with that. Listeners, how, about we, viewers, how about we tell you to fuck off? Frank? Go fuck yourselves. We dropped our other viewer, by the way. <laughs> they have uh, they have rightfully given up. I guess they point. just didn't want to partake in this fuckery. Coming for you. Find out who you are. Um, let's get out of here. Let's Bye. Hear, let's hear our government mandated outro. LAWstudios.com, Lord Tigornalin on YouTube. Buy Dick's books. Richard Pierce on Amazon. Find the books. The Monster Monroe and 
the another, other another night. another night. I keep another blanking night. on that one. Why? Because it's a hard title. Another night. I keep wanting to say the other night, and no, 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 that's wrong. Should go, have been called that. Go buy them, you fucks. You can find them at your local thrift store for some reason. You can. That's <laughs> made me laugh. <laughs> All right, bye. Citizens of Wonderland, rejoice in the fact that we have covered another episode on the podcast. Go to liwstudios.com for more videos and podcasts. Subscribe to Loitering in Wonderland on YouTube. Check out the Indie Sports Car Podcast and Way Off Topic Radio. Search on Amazon for books by Richard Pierce. Until next time, and in the meantime, we are Phoenix West. Frank Lynx, and Dick Dickett. So long citizens. All hail glorious conformity. All hail our glorious leader. Shut off the fucking podcast now.